Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome everyone to the next installment of the Send Nutrition Podcast. You're with your host, Brian, today. This is episode 18 and we're doing something different. Uh, I haven't replaced Peter. He, he will be on the next podcast, but I do have a very special guest in today and it's one of our valued clients, Amy Cullen. And we're going to go through her story about her mare, her 23-year-old thoroughbred, and can really be applied to a lot of horse owners that see an uncharacteristic change in their horse or symptoms of weight loss or temperament change. Owners looking at their nutrition, but then thinking outside the box what else it could be. So we're going to go through the story of Amy's horse and from the period of March till a wedding, and that was the goal to have her riding in at her wedding. And it is a fascinating story of sort of perseverance and trying to look for the cause of the problem and not just masking the symptoms that we're presenting. So vets do an amazing job in the industry. They do follow their protocols, but it's always good to look for a second opinion when things are not going right. So there's many pieces to a puzzle for feeding horses and also looking and caring for horses because they're all individuals. And this journey is a real good story of perseverance and a successful outcome. So let me introduce you to Amy Cullen. How are you, Amy? I'm good, thanks, Brian. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's, um, it's a little bit different here now without Peter for this podcast, but I think we'll manage and we won't talk about any gin or alcohol. All right, <laughs> in, sounds good. <laughs> in this. I'll offer you a water. Um, so firstly, we'll just start off with a little profile of Rella. So she's a 23-year-old thoroughbred mare and Amy, what disciplines does, do you do with her? Uh, I mainly do a lot of dressage with her and we also branch off into mounted archery and trick riding. So right. she's kind of like a pleasure horse as well, but um, mainly onto the dressage and the trick riding and archery. Okay, that's, that's awesome. And so she's a, she can do many things. She she's, is, she is a trick of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> she's awesome. And along this timeline of Rella's, uh, I guess, issues that developed, in the back of Amy's mind was Amy was getting married in October and she wanted Rella in the best condition because she was going to ride on, or what do you call it? I was doing a hippodrome, so I was trick riding. Okay, so, so Amy was going to do some trick riding with Rella into her wedding, which you'll see photos on our website when we put up this case study, which look absolutely amazing. But yeah, there was an urgency to get Rella right for this day and at the start, she was just going backwards. So at the start, Amy, what did you see in Rella? So uh, she dropped a lot of weight and condition and she just got a really dull coat. She was really lethargic as well. She didn't want to move in the paddock. She, didn't want to, she wasn't rolling or anything. So um, I, something was just clearly wrong. And then under saddle, she just was not herself at all. She is usually a really laid back chilled mare and she was not that at all. She'd pin her ears, she was refusing to go any transitions, she was just not happy and then she eventually started bolting. So there was just, there was something going on. So um, even on the ground, like rugging her, she was, oh God, 
there yeah. was something wrong. So I needed to look further and figure out what was going on with my horse. Yeah, and I remember the day when, when you did approach us and said, is there anything nutrition-wise or supplement-wise that I'm not ticking or I should be looking into? And obviously the most common things are ulcers, uh, like just the lack of, of, of something or the microbiome wasn't strong the, and the, the gut health um, was it affected through stress or something like that? But when we looked into it, I think you did add or, or double up on like the extra balance, yeah, um, just to get that digestive system right. And and it could be mycotoxins. But what we found is her um, Rella's nutrition was ticking every box to to that point. And when this happens, you have to delve deeper. So. The next step was? Uh, the next step, so we treated her for ulcers as yep. well. And the next step was getting the vet out. Yeah. So, so after the ulcer treatment, there was no improvement, was there? No, there was, I mean, there was like the tiniest bit, but it was just more in her coat, nothing yep. in behavioral wise, which is what I was essentially looking for as well. So yeah, there, there was, so Amy was ticking all boxes. So nutrition, the calorie intake, uh, her work, ulcers, everything, but then those symptoms were still appearing. Yeah. So then the next step was to consult the vet yep. to give more ideas. So looking at outside of the box or trying to look at other angles. And yeah, what was that vet's response? The response of the vet, so he kind of looked at her and was like, she's lacking condition and top line. And I was, you know, yep. said to him, well, obviously. Um, so he gave her a IV line of DMSO and then he also gave her an injection of Depomedrol. So they were essentially meant to flush out all the toxins in her body and then also stimulate muscle development. So he also put me on a rehab program of um, exercises and everything, but it did nothing. Yeah, so, so the vet went through their protocol of, of medication treatment. It's not cheap. No. And the end result, so Amy's horse had sufficient amino acids and sufficient protein to build top line. The, the training was correct. The vets come in, had a look. There was no blood test done at that stage. No, I did ask for it, but he didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, and like we're not slamming vets or anything, but this is the way this vet works. And yeah, they've given the steroid that's trying to reduce the inflammation, but as you know, a lot of these steroids, they have other side effects like drying out membranes can cause ulcers and that. So it was something that we don't interfere with from a feed company wise. Like we were happy for Amy to trust the vet to see if it would work because we were sort of out of answers with our nutrition because it was ticking every box and Relish should have been recovering. So how many weeks did pass and you, and you didn't see any result from the vet? It was between four to five weeks. He told me that I'd start seeing improvement between two to three weeks and there was nothing. She was still the exact same. Yeah. So I left it to four weeks and then I was like, I'm running out of time. It's yeah. Time so, so what month was that? So. Um, it was, so he came out in June yeah. and then I left it till about early, maybe the first week of July. Okay. And then I consulted a um, massage therapist okay. and a few different Kairos. So what was the date of your wedding? The wedding was meant to be the 4th of October. Okay. It was the 4th of October. It was the 4th. Okay, so yes. you've got three or four months. Yes. To Rapidly get Rella right, right for yes. the big day and she was 
not in good condition. No, she was not playing the game at all. Yeah. So the, <laughs> there's our timeline we're working off. So your next step was the, the body worker? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so she was sore and so I consulted the body worker to come out to see if she could see anything. And um, essentially she told me what the vet said as well, like, you know, she needed to build top line. So we gave her body work and then I started on some new rehab exercises and I did that for three months. And um, she started to improve a little bit on the ground from that actually. And she built up a little bit of muscle and everything, but um, I was still rapidly running out of time and she still, I couldn't ride her under saddle at all. Anytime I got on her, she was the exact same. So there was still something else. Was that in August? Um, July. It was July when the body worker came out. Yep, so okay. um, I think three weeks later after that, I did just on the ground exercises. Three weeks later, I got on her and she was not happy. And then I left it another three weeks and then I got on her again and she was still not happy. And I was, <laughs> oh, I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And all through this time, Amy maintained her nutrition with Sen. Yes. So even though you weren't, she wasn't seeing a response from the vet or the body worker as well, well she was seeing that mild response she's still ticking that nutrition box and the nutrition is also for her her inner health and the immune system health as well so keeping rella in a good nutrient state through winter in that is is vitally important so then she could get to the bottom of what was going on and why she wasn't building muscles so with a 23 year old thoroughbred it is harder to build muscle because she is older compared to like a younger a younger male or even filly because muscles they they age over time and that but it is still possible with the right um well with the right puzzle piece in this sense because at the moment rella was not at the stage to be ridden into amy's wedding no so after that point uh, after the muscle worker or the body worker, I consulted uh, two different vet chiros as well. So I was trying to get a couple of different opinions. Um, the first vet chiro told me that she was sore in many different places and um, he gave me also some red light points to um, work on her as well at home. And um, she showed a little, she showed improvement at each session with both the chiros, like she'd you know, licking and chewing and like the, the, you know, the normal releases, lowering head, but then you kind of get home or you a few days later and I because he was he told me to get on her and I was like are Whoa. you sure so I yeah. you know got on her following their advice and she was just not happy at all so every single time I was consulted by a professional and they were like you know this is fine you know get on her again she just there was no improvement whatsoever so um the second vet Cairo actually told me that she had severe osteoarthritis through her hocks, fetlocks and her spine and her neck and that she'd never be ridden and that basically she was a paddock ornament and just to keep her comfortable, wow. which gutted me yeah. completely. So um, I put her in the paddock and basically cried for a week. <laughs> and um, But she, I was just watching her in the paddock and she just didn't look right. Like there was still something else going on and so my partner actually just told me to just keep going. So yeah. I did. That's and a good partner. Yes, he Very is definitely supportive. a keeper. Yeah. Very <laughs> definitely supportive. put a ring on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I consulted um, back with Brian and the guys at Sen, and we went down the path of getting some blood tests from the vet. So we went for the new vet and we got the blood test results back, which showed a really high infection. Yeah. Um, so 
what we saw was, yeah, the blood profile showed inflammation and infection that was going on in, in Rella. The next step we, we looked at was, could it be parasite or worms? Yeah, I remember that. And um, I, you know, I have a very regimented worming cycle. Like I didn't think she would have worms, but we sent off two poo samples to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> One got lost. <laughs> They were express posted and, but anyways, they made it there. One of them made it there and um, I sent them down to Erica and she returned, returned a zero egg count. So she said that there was no worms, but she also recommended a, um, it was called EPM or EEPM. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but um, it's, she said that they see a lot of it over in the States. So um, basically it's, it's a worm infestation, but, um, it's, oh, it's, it's basically, they, they treat it over there with like five days of panicure and then you leave it and then another five days. It's just, it's this crazy worming protocol. But um, they, she, she suggested that and she also suggested an osteopath. So I went down the osteopath path. So um, I found this lady called Kate. Yep. She's from, she's from Happy Horse Sports Therapy. And she was my godsend. Yeah, this this was quite amazing. So when Amy was back and forth messaging in contact with us and was looking down the osteopath way, she was at, at a point where Rella's condition was, it, it was urgent. It, it was. was. It was very, it, how, how many weeks out from the we wedding? Were, we were five weeks yeah, out from Five the weeks wedding. out from the wedding. And Rella wasn't going to the wedding. No, no, Rella was, Rella was just going to sit in the paddock and I was just going to waste all of my wedding money. <laughs> so Kate, Kate, the osteopath, what did she She, um, She came out and she listened to my ridiculously long story and she, um, she did a whole bunch of different manipulations. So I've seen many, many different professionals work on Rella. So I've seen chiros, massages, vets, you know, the saddle fitter had been out multiple times. Um, she'd had dentals done. She, she'd had everything, everything you think you could think of to fix a horse, I'd done it all. So Kate came out and she did a whole bunch of different manipulations and she felt along her spine and she felt all these different points on her and I was standing there really quietly just trying to you know not cry again <laughs> and um, she turned to me and she was like I'm gonna help you I know what's wrong with your horse and we're gonna fix this for the wedding and I was a mess yes. <laughs> anyways but she told me that we needed to obviously work quickly because what was wrong was quite severe so her liver, her kidneys, her spleen, and her bladder, and her stomach were all almost in organ failure. Like they were mm. not good at all. So um, Kate did a whole bunch of manipulations. So her, with an osteopath, they kind of find it, fix it, and leave it alone. So she said that there was a whole bunch of different pathways inside that were being blocked, which was causing the different organs to begin to shut down and not work as effectively as they needed to. So regardless of all of the nutrition I'd been trying to give her and pump her with, none of it was reaching where it needed to reach. So Kate manipulated her um, different body parts and everything and um, put her, not her, not her joints as such, but she just kind of realigned her. So her sacrum had actually been twisted and um, it had dropped down to the right. So it, it was 
in causing her a lot of pain. And so her right side of her body was actually worse off than her left side, which I'd noticed, but I didn't really know why. Anyways, so um, Kate did her magic and then left me with a whole bunch of herbs to try with her. And so I was incredibly skeptical about willing to try anything at this point. And those herbs and Kate just- Were amazing. They were, yeah. they completely changed her. <laughs> and with, with Kate, looking at what you're feeding she said you had the right nutrition yes to go forward what's very interesting is the bloods don't show up that organ failure but with circulation in a horse's body kate could see rella in the flesh and just see that if there isn't sufficient circulation through the blood vessels in that that it can develop into organ failure yeah. and that's what she was alarmed. Like Rella is not a young horse, no. but she needs all the assistance to get that circulation going. Yeah, so Kate also then sent me off to see Louise Cosgrove out at Exclusively Equine out at Gatton, who um, she specializes in ovary manipulations and gelding castration scars. So I had never heard of these until Kate suggested it. And so I called up Exclusively Equine literally that afternoon and booked her in. And um, they also actually sent me to this Facebook group. So everyone can go and add themselves to that group. And that actually gives you a lot of information and um, people's experiences with the ovary manipulations and the gelding scarring. So if anyone's interested, they can go and- What's the group called, do you know? Um, it's, I think it's Louise Cosgrove. It's ovary manipulation or a gelding castration, but I can give it to you and- Yeah, we can put um, it in the show notes. Yeah. Yep. But um, so I took her out to see Louise and Kate was actually there at the same time because Kate and Louise work very close hand in hand. So um, Kate was there working on another horse and Rella was in the, uh, oh, you know, when they put them in the, oh, anyway, she was in the shoot basically. Yeah, in, and in, in the crush. Yes, that's it. That's the word. Oh my God. How did I forget that? <laughs> it's all good. It's Friday. It is, it's that's Friday. true. That is true. It's been a long week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, put her in the crush and Louise got incredibly excited about what she found up inside Rella and she called Kate over and they basically just told me that there was a lot of things going on inside. Kate said that, not Kate, Louise felt um, she was checking Rella's ovaries and her right ovary was twisted completely, which um, stops the release of all the hormones and is incredibly painful and ironically is on the same on that right side, which she's not been able to put on any weight or muscle, which looked totally worse than her left side. So she also readjusted her bladder and her uterus. And I don't know how they do that. She has magic, magic fingers this or something. This is simply amazing, yeah. Yeah, so she, um, she was really excited for, you know, all of that. And she said that they would start to be able to see some improvements. So she left me with exercises. Kate left me with exercises and so I did them religiously every day and so my partner also needed to do them with me so he was out there every day with me he still is <laughs> and um, I'm very grateful for that but yeah she like these two ladies I owe everything I owe the wedding basically <laughs> my dream of having her at the wedding to these two ladies because they saved my horse the ovary manipulation is is an amazing thing that Louise has done um, and has the skill to do because I, I see the report in front of me and she could see that the right ovary has become twisted on itself causing the mesosphilinx 
to be twisted and coiled. That's a vet term. That means if yes, but, it is. And they've also, well, by doing this procedure, they also found that the left ovary stuck to the abdominal ab yes, abdominal right. wall, that's and right. the left kidney is low. So I don't think they can do much for that. No, the, one the left for the one. Wall. She said yeah. that was really common for them to fuse to the wall yeah. and the kidney kind of the um, the sacrum and the sling that had been really really stretched. So her um, her anus had actually sunken right back in. So I've been doing exercises every day to actually strengthen that muscle up and bring it back in. Wow. So, um, but she also kind of helped put. This, like, there was the sacrum and kind of slipped out so she helped put that back into the sling so it could the muscle could work and bring it back up so um, there was a lot of things going on inside that I had no idea about until I'd seen these two ladies and it was I yeah so this is basically the biggest like aha moment yes. in Rella's <laughs> health for the year basically so yeah. the vets couldn't find or couldn't correct it with the medications the nutrition wasn't getting to the parts due to circulation and to really help. But without the physical manipulation inside Rella, nothing's going to get corrected. And it's an absolute credit to Kate, to Louise, also to Erica to, to, um, yes, she picked to up put on onto the osteopath. Um, and it's all those pieces of the puzzle. And Amy's going to have credit also for persisting with Rella, like she had to persist because she wanted her at the wedding, but it's just a credit as an owner to get on top of the condition and not giving up and having the support of a, of a partner or husband now to give Rella the best health and well-being that she can have at that age. So we're not long to the wedding now. No, we're not long at all. You're doing everything post what uh, Louise did yep. so with that ovary manipulation you're going on Kate's recommendations with the exercises what improvement did you see in Rella um, I saw a tremendous amount of improvement like she her appetite picked up she um, like her coat was just ridiculously shiny she dropped all of her winter coat which she had struggled to drop all year or well, all winter and um, she just was like more energetic she just her whole demeanor changed and I actually could ride her <laughs> I began, I put my saddle on the back and my, um, my trick saddle, which I had custom made for the wedding and for this horse had arrived and, you know, all the puzzle pieces were trying to fall into place. Like, you know, she, I was able to ride her and, um, yeah, it was just, it got to the wedding day and she was absolutely perfect. Wow. And it's just a magnificent story of persistence and getting the right oh, we're going to say it again the pieces of the puzzle <laughs> just to try and work out what Rella's can issue was and i think even making it more special was it was for amy's wedding yeah. and we're going to put this whole case study up on our website with the photos of amy on Rella, and it's something you've got to see it's the most magnificent photo Everyone comments on it. And when you take a look back at what has happened to Rella, what we find is some clients or some horse owners are too, too quick to blame the feed or nutrition for the condition of the horse when that hasn't changed, but other factors may have, may have happened. So w with Rella, do you, do you think 
when do you think that ovary was twisted? Do you think it's a, a recent thing or it could be all her life? Has she always favoured that side to build muscle? Or? I don't know. Louise said it could have been recent. It could have been a while ago. But I know I've had her for eight years now. And when I first got her, she was basically in emaciated condition. So I wish I'd had you guys eight years ago. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she, like... I reckon it probably would have been a couple of years, to be honest, because she, I've noticed that right side has like lacked muscle, but like it wasn't until earlier this year when everything started just going downhill that it really became prominent. So um, Kate did say that sometimes these things, they take a while to actually present themselves. So, um, but she'd obviously at the start of this year, gone downhill a little bit and then coming into winter and then being a thoroughbred like they just are really hard to get any weight on so when she was already lacking condition and then coming into winter it was just she was just making it ridiculously hard on herself on my bank account on everything so um but i don't know when i remember when kate cracked her she did she put these two little pins on her rump and she pulled them around and it was the biggest crack i have ever heard and i was kind of i said to kate i was like wow that was really loud and she said yes but that's not a good thing and i was i thought to myself i was like oh well this is weird you know i've had a lot of chiro appointments and you know a lot of horse owners would use chiros or body millipleters and you hear the cracks all the time but kate said if they're really loud cracks that means that they've been there for a really long time whereas like the smaller quiet cracks are the ones who have just been there for a little bit so for her to crack that loudly it has probably been there for a while and so she's just been compensating so there was a lot of muscles in her which we're still dealing with to um kind of retrain and re and the smaller ones to actually reteach them what they're meant to be doing so it's, uh, it's been a long process. It still will be a little bit of a process, but she's looking a hundred times better than what she did a few months ago. Yeah, and the photos that you showed me of Relin now is about six weeks after the wedding. Just a different horse. She is. She's, she looks beautiful. So I hope this has given our listeners an insight into ways to look and monitor your horse in terms of if they're showing symptoms, look at every piece of the puzzle, not just the nutrition puzzle. Get good people around you, seek professional help, but also ask for a second opinion. We're here also to help. As you know, I'm a scientist, I can read bloods and I can give my other opinion on these, but when everyone works together, it's for the better health of the horse. And what we see with Rella is not one person could have helped her. It's been a whole sort of journey. And then it's a credit to Amy to put it all into place and look after it day after day. So yeah, thanks very much for your time and for coming on and sharing this because it's, it's a wonderful story. And I tell it to a lot of clients as well when they're scratching their heads just to get another opinion and then don't just go with one vet treatment or a medication because that's a shortcut and it's not the long-term solution to many problems. So. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Is there anything you'd like to, to say? Um, well, you guys have been amazing. You Thank guys you. have just been there every single step of the way. So I commend you guys on sticking with me and my horse until, until the end. Um, I know recently I've been getting PMF treatments on her as well, which I've seen a lot of really, really positive um, feedback from as well. So obviously with this whole massive ordeal, she's got a lot of chronic muscle 
um, pain. So um, the PMF has actually been relieving that a lot. So that's also been a really key factor after the wedding as well, just trying to rebuild all those little muscles. But um, yeah, this whole journey has been a massive learning curve for me. And I um, thought I knew a lot before this. And now I only know, you know, I, I know a lot more, but I still only know a tiny bit of the horse world. So, but she was worth it. She's an amazing horse as much as she wants me to rip my hair out and drain my bank account. <laughs> Um, I owe her everything and to ride her in at the wedding was just like the most amazing thing ever. I just could not stop grinning the entire day. So yeah. you, you've created priceless moments and priceless memories with her and yeah. the photo is just amazing. So she's a million dollar horse, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's one in a million. She is, <laughs> she is. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, th thanks very much for coming in today and if anyone's got any questions, we're going to put a lot of information in the show notes so you can find the groups. We'll link you to Kate's um, company, Louise, even Erica's one as yeah. well. And yeah, it's all about trying to help the horse's health at the end of the day. So we hope you enjoyed this insight into Rella's health and the journey that Amy's taken on with her. And we will be back next week with another podcast. And please share this with your friends all through the social medias. And if you have any questions, you know where to find us. I'll be back with Peter next week. Thanks, guys.